Uh, it's tremendous for, for mid-band sports. It's all really about uh, how exciting you make the games. Mid-band's one of the best conferences in, in Pennsylvania. Welcome to Midpen Sports Weekly. I'm your host, Luke Brown. Episode number 10 here on Midpen Sports Weekly. The first episode that does not have an interview um, just because there's so much to talk about and I don't want to have an interview take up, let's say, 5-10 minutes. While I love doing them, I don't want to spend too much time on a specific topic because we are, as I mentioned last week, into the thick of it, as I like to call it, uh, we are into a spot now where it's going to be so exciting in mid-pen sports. Uh, always my favorite time of year is the end of the year, because not only when you look at the NFL and national sports, I'm just going to use NFL as the example, when the NFL playoffs are happening, you don't really, you focus on the NFL playoffs. You you have the NBA regular season, you have college basketball regular season, but those things aren't as nearly, aren't nearly as uh, exciting as the NFL playoffs. But in high school sports, right now we have baseball playoffs and lacrosse playoffs happening at the exact same time, and they're equally as exciting. Um, so, so that's what makes high school sports so great, along with so many other things. Uh, and another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, student sections. I tweeted it out on Friday night, uh, just about how happy the Cumberland Valley student section made me. Um, they recognized me from the podcast, and and. They were about to win against Trinity, and we'll get into the game recap there against Trinity in the Midpen uh, Championship game. And I wanted to get a video of them just making noise because they're winning and they won. Uh, and I did, and here's how it went. So as you can as you can hear, CV student section was loud and proud. And the Eagles took a dub over Trinity in the Midpen Championships and are your boys lacrosse 2022 champions. Let's get into it. So Trinity started off strong in the first quarter of the Midpen Championship at Landis Field on Friday afternoon as they took on the Cumberland Valley Eagles. I had a special preview up. Thank you, everybody, for allowing that special preview podcast on short notice to hit 100 listens. It was truly a successful episode. I had J.R. Long and Justin Bordner on the podcast, and Trinity started off with a 2-0 lead, and then Max Wilkin came back uh, as well as the Cumberland Valley Eagles, and it ended up being 3-2. to two. They bounced back a while, and, and what I said during the game was, um, I've been to a lot of Trinity lacrosse games this year. I was at the, the game last time, and I feel like Trinity lacrosse the entire year has been built off runs. Like, not runs as in baseball, of course, but runs as in scoring runs. And I've talked to players about this. They back me up. They have the same opinion that Trinity is able to build off momentum and score uh, and that's kind of how they generate a lot of their points a lot of the time. And this was a very, very rare case where they didn't. It was certainly an outlier of that statistic. Um, 
They really went back and forth. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, the third quarter is really what Trinity fans uh, had hoped was going to be just a little bit more than it ended up being. Uh, they had to start off the third quarter, J.R. Long, uh, the goalie went all the way probably to the opposing about 20-yard line, passed it to Raj Chima, who scored J.R. Long as a goalie, had an assist in one of the best lacrosse plays I've ever seen. Uh, Justin Bordner then um, continued that momentum. He won the faceoff and just pummeled down the field and scored. And at this point, Trinity was now down one. Then Cumberland Valley came back, made it two, made it three. And uh, Trinity ended up losing 13-9, the score of the regular season game as well. They will not face each other in state or district playoffs. Uh, and that's what we're going to get into next, the district playoffs uh, for Mid-Penn teams in District 3. All right, so we start off with District uh, 3-2A, um, which is number one seed, Susquehannock, number two seed, Lampeter Strasburg and number three seed uh, Trinity, and those are the first round buys, as well as number four seed Coca Lico. Um, so, first round games, you have two mid pen teams, or three mid pen teams, two matchups. Um, so, first off, it is Paul Myra and Lancaster Country Day. Paul Myra is the seventh seed at 10 and 7. Uh, this is being held at Paul Myra Area High School. Uh, these are all. These games are next Tuesday. Uh, I will unfortunately. I was going to go to the Redland Hershey game, but I am most likely going to be at uh, Mid Penn tournament for baseball. Uh, I've got Palmyra. I think it's pretty easy. They're ten and seven. They've played great teams all year. Uh, but I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than some people think. Uh, Lancaster Country Day is nine and seven. Uh, and then they'll go on to face Lampeter Strasburg. At the bottom of the bracket, you find Redland and Hershey. I've seen both of these teams play, uh, and I think it's going to be Redland for sure. Uh, Redland has been able to pull off some up- upsets and keep keep games close. Those six losses, I would say probably three of them are by five or less. So. Um, probably more than that. Probably about four or five or three or less uh, points differential. And then Hershey is seven and ten, that a losing record, the 11 seed out of 12 in this tournament. So I'm gonna go with Redland here, uh, and that means that Redland will face Trinity in another mid-pen matchup um, on Thursday, a game that I will be attending for sure. Uh, and Palmyra will face Lampeter Strasburg. Uh, as for this whole bracket, top four teams advanced to PIAA championships, so uh, hoping that at least Trinity is in there. Um, hopefully, Redland, uh, Hershey, it probably won't. Palmyra will probably lose to Lampeter Strasburg in the second round, but at least Trinity hopefully is in that top four. Um, which would, uh, these district championships will also be held at Landis Field uh, Thursday, May 26th at 7 o'clock. So, I mean, this is going to be a quick bracket, just 11 days until we find the district championship. Uh, and then they'll go to states, which is a whole different ballgame, and that's uh, a while down the road here. So let's go to 3A now, which is Cumberland Valley's bracket. 
A record of 15 and 3, Mannheim Township is the number one team out of this bracket. Central York is 2 at 16 and 1. Cumberland Valley, um, the 3 seed with 15 and 2 record. And Hempfield is the 4 seed at 13 and 4. Carlisle faces Governor Mifflin on Tuesday at Government. Gover- Governor Mifflin High School at 7 o'clock, and I am going to take Governor Mifflin here in a really close one. Uh, Carlisle has played good teams, but they haven't seen teams like this. These are bigger schools because uh, lacrosse is just 2A and 3A, similar to wrestling. I'm sure there's other sports out there that are just 2A and 3A instead of 1 through 6 or 1 through 5. Um, So you you kind of mush a bunch of teams together. Like I'm pretty sure Cumberland Valley is truly a 6A school, but they're playing in 3A, which is also schools like uh, State College, which I'm, State College is a big school, but I'm sure they're not as big as Cumberland Valley. Um, or Central York probably isn't that big either because there's like a bunch of school districts in Central York, like uh, York Country Day, York Catholic, uh I know there's, I think there's East York, West York, uh, so there's a lot of schools over there, so they probably don't have as many kids as Cumberland Valley does, but they're all kind of mushed together, um, and our next matchup is State College and Dallas Town, uh, State College 13-2, and two, Dallas Town 11-5, and five. Um, and that kind of shows you as well, I mean, you, you the 11 seed in the 2A bracket has a losing record, uh, whereas... Dallas Town is eleven and five, so this is probably the the better bracket, but it has less Mid Penn schools in it. Um, so I'll probably focus a little bit more on the two A bracket. Um, but I'm gonna take State College here, and then State College will face Cumberland Valley. Uh, I'm assuming that Cumberland Valley will kind of try to make it far in this bracket, and and I would say that they are not too far off from from potentially going to a district championship berth. Uh, but that Central York game, if they play Central York, I mean, the best case scenario is Penn Manor, who is 12 and 5 in the 10 seed, makes two upset runs, and then Cumberland Valley has an easier game. But likely scenario is that Central York will end up playing Cumberland Valley in the semifinals, and that'll be a really good game on May 24th. Um, but again, that's stuff for the next episode. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and make some quarterfinal predictions here because it, they're Thursday. So uh, the only way to stay updated on that is if you follow the Twitter or Instagram at MidPen Weekly uh, to stay updated throughout the week. Um, I'm going to go with Cumberland Valley over State College, uh, as I kind of mentioned. And then I have Governor Mithlin beating Carlisle, so Carlisle wouldn't go to the second round. Uh, and then let's go back to the 2A real quick to make my Thursday predictions. Um, so here we go. Palmyra uh, against Lampeter-Strasburg. I'm going to go with Lampeter-Strasburg um, in, a, in a big win there. And then Redland and Trinity, I'm going to go with Trinity. Uh, I saw those two teams play last last time in the regular season. And it, I mean, it started off slow for Trinity, but they ended up picking it up and, and winning pretty easily. Um, and then I guess that would be it, yeah. So, so that is it. Um, Trinity goes on to play Lampeter Strasburg, uh, for the top half of the bracket, which doesn't consist of any mid-ped teams. Uh, Burke's Catholic is gonna get a win over Skullkill Valley. Uh, New Oxford will beat Wild Missing, and then 
I've got Cocalico over New Oxford and Susquehannock with ease over Burks. Uh, and then you go to next Tuesday, so that's all for next week. Uh, that's a look at the lacrosse districts. Um, it's a fun topic. I like covering lacrosse. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of, of trying to grow the game of lacrosse here in central Pennsylvania. And, I mean, there's a lot of good schools with good teams and good players around here, so it should be a fun district tournament in the uh, lacrosse business. All right, so we flip it to baseball where we have... Uh, the Midpens coming up this Tuesday. Uh, the schedule for Midpens was originally Monday is the semifinals, Tuesday is the final. Now it is a uh, 4 o'clock game. Uh, the Commonwealth uh, plays the Keystone. The winner of the Keystone is Mechanicsburg. The winner of the Commonwealth is still up in the air. It's between Cedar Cliff, who is 14-4 overall and 10-3 in division, versus Altoona, 12-5 overall and 9-4 in the division. Altoona, uh, let's see if they play this week. So Altoona has Redland on Monday, which is a big game for them. Uh, that might determine who, if they are the winner of the Commonwealth. I think it'll be Cedarcliff. I think Cedarcliff has played very well all season. They've been consistent all season. Uh, and they have, uh, they've played overall the best. They beat Central Dolphin twice now. They beat Medland in one of the games of the year, uh, which was an FNB field game against, uh, Redland. I just think that Cedarcliff has been playing at a different level than a lot of teams in the Commonwealth, so that's my champion for that Commonwealth division. Um, and that game is played at Milton Hershey, and then the winner of the Colonial, which will be Greencastle or Northern. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how that works, because currently the way that it's listed on midpenconference.org is um, capital... Division is Camp Hill, Colonial Division is Greencastle, and Northern. Commonwealth is blank because it's not determined yet, and Keystone is Mechanicsburg. So I'm, I don't know why there's a difference between Commonwealth, which is undecided, undecided and Colonial. Um, why they have the both teams there. That confuses me. I just asked a player about that because I figure that they stay in the loop with that more than anything because it's it's a northern player, so I know that the that he is involved in it heavily. Uh, Colonial is between Greencastle and Northern. Uh, they're both ten and four in division, so they I don't know if they'll have a playoff tomorrow or what the deal is. Um I'm looking if Greencastle has a game. They have Gettysburg on Tuesday, so that'll probably get canceled then because the game is on Tuesday. So I'm really not sure what they're going to do with that. Um, but then the winner is at 7 o'clock at Hershey um, for the Midpen champion. So, uh, I mean, I think... I think Mechanicsburg probably has the best shot because they have a lot of pitchers that they can turn to, um, which is important for things like this because not only are you for sure going to play at 4 o'clock, but then you have another potential game in three short hours later. 
Uh, so you need a lot of pitchers to be able to be ready. And and then, I mean, these teams have districts after this. So they, I know mentality among some teams is going to be like, well, we, we're going to rest our guys for districts. So uh, I, I really don't know what they're going to do with that. Um, for for some teams, I know Camp Hill is probably not going to pitch Luke Paris. Um, they will probably turn it a different a different angle there uh, for mid pens. But uh, we'll take a look at the districts here uh, also because there's a lot of mid pen teams looking good for districts. So we'll start with two A. Uh, their playoffs start on Friday, I believe. Uh, Camp Hill is number one in the district over DeLone Catholic, who has the same record, and Fairfield. Uh, Camp Hill has played in the Mid-Penn Capital all year. They have wins, uh, some big wins. East Penn, they beat 8-0 on, Febu- or on April 14th. Um, two wins against Trinity. Susquehannock is their biggest win of the year. Uh, that was... F- um, April 13th, 4-3 win over Susquehannock. Um, they've beat Middletown twice, who was second in the division. Um, Big Lorvel, they beat 8-6. to Bermudian Springs, they lost to uh, 12-11. I was at that game. That was brutal. Uh, they lost to West Perry as well. Um, so they, they, you've got some losses in there, but not, not too many. Not... I mean, it's 14-4. and four. They're leading the district, so... Uh, but it's close. That's probably one of the closest districts there is. Uh, 3A is... Trinity is number two... Or number three in 3A uh, with an 11-8 and eight record. The drop-off between 1 and 2 there is wild. It's 18-2 and two, Lancaster Catholic and Ole Valley at 11-7. and seven. That's... Ole Valley is an 11-7 and seven, two seed in 3A. That's wild. Uh, 11 and 8, 3 for Trinity. 4 is 12 and 8, which is Burke's Catholic. Remedian Springs is 5. Uh, there's only 11 teams in this district, so they're taking 6 teams out of the 11 out of 3A. So currently, Bigorville, who is uh, 7 and 11, will be out. Anvil Cleona, who is 9 and 10, will be in. Uh, Bermudian nine, is 9 and 9, they'll be in. Uh, Brandywine Heights, Peckway Valley, Hanover, and Susquehanna will all be out. Uh, in 4A, they are taking 10 teams. East Penn is the leader at 14-3. and three. Uh, Their three losses, one to Camp Hill, uh, one to Trinity, and one to North Pocono. Uh, they, they lost 10-4 to North Pocono, lost to Camp Hill 8-0, and lost to Trinity 6-4. Um, they've played Trinity twice. They beat him the second time, eleven to eight, um, and beat uh, beat Camp Hill the second time, three to zero. Uh, it's important to note that those two were home games, so they lost to Camp Hill and Trinity on the road, but beat them both at home. Uh, and it's likely that they will have a home game for their district. Uh, West Perry is two at thirteen and six. Susquehanna Township, uh, they're taking 10 teams out of this, so uh, Big Spring, Northern Lebanon, Kennerdale, Conrad Weiser, Weiser, uh, McDevitt, Schoolkill Valley, James Buchanan, uh, Boiling Springs, and Eastern Lebanon County will all be out. Um, Middletown will be 6 in this division at 12-7. and 7. 
Um, so East Penn will face Wild Missing. West Perry will face Fleetwood. Susquehanna Township is three. Uh, they will face Octorora. Hamburg will face Eastern York, and Littlestown will play Middletown. That'll be a good game between Littlestown and Middletown. Um, uh, you go to 5A. Uh, Muhlenberg is the leader there. You have Mechanicsburg at 6-3. and three. Redland at 7, 11-7. Susquehannock is in there. Uh, they're not a mid-pen team, but they are uh, a threat for sure, 16-4. Gettysburg, who will be a mid-pen team next year, is 12-6. and six. Uh, This is a division of 32 teams, so they're taking 16 out of them. I was talking to Brady Ebert earlier about this a little bit. Uh, they are looking at playing... Uh, I believe that uh, Greencastle. They're looking at playing Greencastle. Mechanicsburg will face, as of now, Southwestern. Uh, Northern is in there at 15, at 13 and 7. They'll play Mannheim Central. Uh, Lampeter Strasburg is in there. Um, and then you go to 6A, which is 22 teams. They are taking 11, 12. They are taking 12 out of 6A. Um, Governor Mifflin is the leader, uh, Warwick, Banheim's Township, Cumberland Valley is the four, uh, Cedarcliff is the six, Central Dolphin is the seven, Carlisle is the ten, uh, and that is it for mid-pen teams. Uh, so Cumberland Valley is four, so they will face one, two, three, four, Hempfield, they will face Hempfield, Central Dolphin will face, uh, Red Lion, Cedarcliff is with Carlisle, I believe. I think Cedarcliff's going to play Carlisle. Uh, that'll be a good game. Carlisle, I've heard, is pretty good. I haven't been able to see them play yet this year. Uh, but that's your district tournament rundown. I'm excited to see all these brackets because um, mid-pen baseball has been so much fun to watch and see. So, um, yeah, but that's your mid-pen uh, teams in districts again districts starts Friday um, so I'll give updates on the Instagram and Twitter at MidPen Weekly uh, but that does it for this this uh, episode of MidPen Sports Weekly lacrosse, baseball we are really getting into it here um, I can't wait for these tournaments to really start and then it'll really really get fun um, I have, I'll have an interview lined up next week I was supposed to have one this week but it didn't quite work out um, and I also, I mean, it worked out because we got uh, some good stuff in there because there's so much going on in high school sports. Um, and thank you very much for listening. And lastly, MidPen Weekly is looking for advertisers. If you are a local business in the MidPen area in central Pennsylvania, shoot me an email. My email is in the bio, and you can also find it at midpenweekly.com at gmail.com again that's midpenweekly at gmail.com I'm looking for advertisers for the summer uh, so hit me up on my email if you'd be interested thank you very much